Welcome to the Mixed Visions Podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Jules. And we created this platform to help give you clarity within the nine pillars of life. As you digest these episodes, keep an open mind and soak in the vibrations of each perspective that you hear. We will be speaking about different journeys, lessons, obstacles, and your ability to create autonomy. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mixed Visions podcast. This is episode number 12, and we're going to be completely honest. This is take number two. Take number one did not go as smoothly as we wanted it to go, so we're back again for another run. Today, Erica and I are going to be talking about imposter syndrome. few things about imposter syndrome. We want to define it for you guys so we can all understand exactly what imposter syndrome is and how it can affect us and how it may feel. We're also going to go through some of our personal experiences with imposter syndrome because, again, it can look very different for everybody. It could be personal things that you struggle with or even professional things that you struggle with that might cause you to have imposter syndrome. And Erica is also going to teach us a little bit more about where this can stem from. And we're also going to want to touch on how do we work to overcome imposter syndrome. So when we're having these these battles with imposter syndrome in our life, what small exercises or daily practices can we do to help overcome it? So with that being said, let's jump right into it. Imposter syndrome is the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of your own success, efforts, and skill. This includes feelings of self-doubt, personal incompetence that persist despite education, experience, and accomplishments. So this can be anything from thinking I must not fail or I feel like a fake or it's all down to luck, I'm not skilled, and success is no big deal or no one cares about my success. This can look a variety of different ways for different people and we're going to share our experiences and Julian you're going to start so tell us your experience with imposter syndrome so my experience with imposter syndrome well first and foremost just for some context I just learned what imposter syndrome was maybe 45 days ago Erica was kind enough to share with me exactly what it means and what it looks like (laughs) as we were having a conversation so my experience with imposter syndrome comes more on a personal side of my life sometimes well If anybody knows me, I'm very hard on myself with pretty much everything I do. I always expect myself to be the best at anything that I take on. And I feel like that's a little bit of maybe some things that I might have experienced early in life. I spent a lot of like my younger years comparing myself to my sister because she was, in my eyes, good at everything and just like perfect at everything. So I always, in my younger years, would compare myself to her and always like have to push for like perfection and things that I did, or at least wanted to be really, really good at everything that I did. I think for me personally, I see imposter syndrome sometimes in my relationship. I'll feel like I'm not a good partner with Erica. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, like, you know, I'll think to myself, like, oh, I don't deserve her, I'm not good enough, or whatever, things like that. So I'll experience it in my relationship. I'll experience it more personally, just like within myself. I'll be like, maybe I could be doing better at this, or maybe I'm not doing as well as I thought in this area of my life, or different things like that. I can't really come up with too many specific examples, but I'll just sometimes downplay achievements, which is definitely a big one of them. But I'm still learning a lot about it. So I'm still really trying to understand what it feels like when I'm going through imposter syndrome. and definitely working on how to overcome it. So I'm definitely interested for us to talk more about overcoming it and some of the practices that we can do for it. But I would say that's pretty much my personal experience with it. It's still a very new concept for me, but after learning more about it, I realized like, wow, I've been kind of struggling with that for like a really long time. Tell us all about your experience with imposter syndrome. You're probably just more self-aware now, and that's why you're like, oh shit, I've been doing this longer than I thought I was. My experience with imposter syndrome, which I've talked about this before, I always got really anxious 
and very nervous meeting people that were already in the fitness industry because I felt that I wasn't up to par, even though like I'd done all the same education they did or similar education they have, or I'm certified in the same things they are, and I've been doing it from my own experience and also education. It was just really more of self-doubt and feeling like, I don't belong here for some reason. And I looked at the Harvard Business Review before we came here today. It really doesn't equate to low self-esteem or lack of self-confidence from what the article says. And it also can be rooted from your parents labeling you as the intelligent child or the sensitive child. Or for example, my sister was, she wasn't a bad kid. (laughs) She was just wild. And my mom would always say, don't be like your sister, but she would say it in front of my sister. And I'm sure that was damaging (laughs) to both of us, but hey, we do the best we can. I guess that put in me like, you can't fuck up, you can't fail, you can't do these things. And that's why I feel like it's hindered me some, like through my business and stuff like that. Full transparency. (laughs) Because I always doubt myself, which I've been working on and I've been doing a lot better. My main thing is feeling like I don't belong where I am. Like when we started the podcast, before I started it, before I reached out to Julian, I was like, well, who am I to start a fucking podcast? No one wants to listen to me. Clearly, y'all do. So that's lovely. (laughs) Once I started it, it made me feel a lot better. And then if I do something good, like you were talking about you downplay success, I feel like my partner also does that. Once he hits a milestone, he's like, okay, next one. No big deal. It's over with. But as you're leading up to that, you're like working really hard to get there and being very, very hard on yourself if you're not doing things every single fucking day. So he should have been on here today. But anywho, (laughs) we're also going to talk about common thoughts that you may have. Like I must not fail. I feel like a fake. It's all down to luck. My skill isn't important or success is no big deal. So any of these thoughts, if you've had something similar or you have thought these exact thoughts, hello, welcome to imposter syndrome. (laughs) Welcome to the party of two right now. We're going to talk about what you can do to mitigate the negative effects of imposter syndrome. The first thing is recognize imposter feelings when they emerge. Like you just said that you started self-awareness pretty much of recognizing when you're doing it. Awareness, that's the first step to change. So ensure that you track these thoughts like you might journal them. What and when are they occurring so that you are aware of what moment you're having these thoughts. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. The next thing is to rewrite your mental programs. Instead of telling yourself that they are going to find out that you don't deserve the success, remind yourself that it's normal to not know everything at the moment and that you will find things out as you progress through the journey. Next up, the Harvard Business Review recommends that you talk about your feelings. So there may be others who feel like imposters too, and it's better to have an open dialogue rather than to harbor negative thoughts all by yourself. Next up, they suggest considering the context. Most people will have moments or occasions where they don't feel 100% confident in themselves. So there may be times when you feel out of your depth or have self-doubt, and this can be a normal reaction. So if you catch yourself thinking that you are useless, you can always just reframe it. The fact that I feel useless right now does not mean that I really am would be something that you could just simply say to yourself when reframing that thought of self-doubt. Also, they recommend reframing failure as a learning opportunity. So even if you are going through something very difficult, and let's say you're you know, struggling to succeed with it, those failures can just be lessons and you can use them constructively in the future. So then that way, you know, you're turning what you feel to be a failure just into another learning opportunity and that learning opportunity will put you closer to the ultimate outcome. Next on the list is to be kind to yourself. Remember that you're entitled to make small mistakes. Everyone fucks up from time to time. And forgive yourself. Don't forget to reward yourself also when you're doing something right. That is one thing that I forget to do. That's why I'm getting LASIK surgery next weekend because I had that as a reward for what like I I need it (laughs) 
it's, it, it's not a reward. I mean, it is. But I'm very grateful I get to do it. But what are you, you doing, bro? <laughs> like, that's like, oh, I could eat a donut today if I do good. Just eat the fucking donut. Regardless. <laughs> So that's one of my main things is I've been rewarding myself in small ways when I do something right because I'm very hard on myself if I do something wrong. So the next on the list is seek support. So everyone needs help, whether that's a therapist or a counselor or a really close friend that you feel safe talking to about something, your partner, a relative, anyone that you know will have a judgment-free zone so that they can give you a safe space to talk to them. And this will give you a good reality check and help you talk things through. Also, you can visualize your success and keep your eye on the outcome. Completing the task or making the first step to the next success that you're trying to achieve or goal that you're trying to achieve, it will help keep you focused and calm. So key takeaways for coping with your impossible syndrome we can start off with remembering that your thoughts are not facts all the time so just because you think it doesn't mean that's 100 true you can always take the time to reframe your thoughts so if you feel like maybe you're taking some l's you can always just reframe those and understand that they're not losses they're just lessons and what you learn you can continue to apply to everything that you're working on um, I don't know if we went over this, but making a list of your strengths and accomplishments can be a really great thing. So if you feel like you are dealing with some imposter syndrome, just being able to write down uh, some of the strengths and some of your distinguishing qualities that make you who you are can be a really good way for you to you know, regain your center and continue to move forward. Um, I like how you mentioned sharing how you feel with a loved one or a close friend. I think that's something that I feel like most people can probably do a little bit more with. I know as a male, I could definitely do better with sharing how I feel with anybody, really, <laughs> honestly. And then what else we have? We also said, I don't think we said this one, but setting reasonable expectations for yourself. So just even setting reasonable expectations for yourself, um, especially with an understanding that in imposter syndrome can go after people who are normally setting the bar really high for themselves. Um, I don't think that should deter you from setting the bar high from yourself, but just keep, keep everything reasonable. Keep everything within your grasp also and just not trying to bite off too much. Don't overwhelm yourself. Yeah. A habit I'm working on where I spread myself too thin. Yeah, yeah. And then give myself short ass. I'll be like, I'll get this done in two weeks when it's something that'll take like a couple months. Mm -hmm. And then I overwhelm myself with the short time frames I give myself for no reason. <laughs> Because I want to rush things and get it done as fast as I can, but as great as I can, and that's not possible to do both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Remember that one step at a time, progress is progress in any aspect of life. Have realistic expectations. Don't overwhelm yourself. And reward yourself. Remember to reward yourself for the small wins and the big wins because you deserve it. And success is a big deal. It's not not a big deal. I think imposter syndrome is so interesting. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting. It's like your mind tricking itself. It's really like you're being like just like pump faked by your head. Mm -hmm. Like it's crazy. You just lying to yourself. Yeah. For what? Like seriously, <laughs> you really are. But I feel like in the moment it's so hard. Well, it can be very difficult to overcome because it all feels mm -hmm. real and true. And then sometimes like when you get in a negative spiral, it like keeps going and then you start thinking of other negative things and other negative yeah. things so it's really good to be aware and break that negative thought pattern so if you start thinking of negative things for every negative thought think of two positive thoughts that's what i've done to help my brain be more positive because i used to be negative nancy out of hell Ooh. so yeah no yeah. more debbie down <laughs> yeah and i've been feeling yeah i've been feeling that that's okay i like this one because i don't think we i don't think we said anything about it but this one says that you can focus on what you can give to others mm, if you're ever like struggling with imposter syndrome you can just focus on how you can uplift and 
um, be a light in someone else's life. And I think that could really help you just come back to your center too. If like you were really struggling with imposter syndrome and let's just say you had an opportunity just to do somebody like a good favor or something yeah. like that, or just like help somebody else out just through that act of service, it might be able to like shift your mindset on whatever you were struggling with previously in terms of your imposter syndrome, especially if you're like telling yourself that you're not a good person and then yeah. you do something good for somebody and then you'll be like, all right, well, you know, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not so such a bad person. And always helping others always makes you happy because we Facts. are creatures of service. Once you get in the habit of helping others, even if it's just like giving them a compliment or anything like that, it just makes you feel good because you're like, oh, I said something positive. That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's interesting to learn more about it because it's been so new mm-hmm. and today's just been a full day <laughs> yeah today's been a day yeah it's been a day so yeah struggling a lot with like how would i put it dramatic pause you have some restraint and that you're not used to like yeah. your knee not working yeah and my stuff. fucking knees are <laughs> pissing me off lately so i'm just like really upset yeah i feel like that's an understandable because <laughs> <laughs> he works out like six days a week and then you can't do anything. He can't do anything. He's like, like gotta walk. Fuck, yeah, Dance, but it's I can okay. barely do that. Gentle, gentle. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> I feel like an imposter right now for oh everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys had a bad day. I'm so having a tough one. So today feels like when we where we had to re-record. We're like, this is day one all over again for yeah. us starting. Like, what is happening right now? We couldn't talk nothing. So it's not just him. <laughs> We're having issues today, but we made it through. We did make it through. So imposter syndrome can affect anybody. Successful people. Successful people primarily. Broke people. Broke people, but Rich yeah. People. Yeah, it can Ugly affect people, us all. Pretty people. And in, <laughs> I guess we're learning that it can affect us all in different ways depending on how it's affecting you. But there are some daily practices and some simple things that we can do. So, mm-hmm. you know, being mindful of those things can definitely help out in the long run. It's just yeah. the application of it. I feel like it's always the hardest thing, but if you at least have the tools available to you, um, some of the things that we've already listed off previously mm-hmm. you know these things can definitely be used and can definitely help you out for sure yeah you can pick and choose which one you want to incorporate and i'll share the link in the description below so that you can read what we were reading yeah i like it we're trying to do better by giving you guys shorter episodes yes so this what is the like, fuck? yeah <laughs> talked about weed for 40 minutes that's a good topic though <laughs> <laughs> it was a good topic it was a good topic but Shorter installments. Here we are. Talking about the important things. Yes. Some information. On and trying not to ramble as much because I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad habit, but we're working on it. Progress. Yes. Housekeeping. Yes. So housekeeping. Uh, we appreciate you guys continuing to listen to the episodes and sharing the episodes. Numbers are growing steadily, so we always appreciate that. It's really cool just to see how many listens we're getting and how many views and mm-hmm. downloads that we're getting per episode. So continue to share the podcast. We're definitely ramping up for a lot more interviews as we continue to head into the summer. So mm-hmm. we have a list in front of us that's a long, but list. a half page <laughs> long of potential interviewees. So we're going to be getting in contact with these individuals, setting dates, and then bringing you guys more interviews with entrepreneurs who cover a wide spectrum everything in life yeah like a little bit of everything honestly that just even looking at some of these names these people do like literally everything some of these people so some of them do like forty thousand things at one yeah time. so <laughs> uh we're gonna definitely try to get some interesting characters on here and all these people for the most part are local to the area in nashville so yes. after we have these interviews with them you'll be able to reach out to them yeah, if you want to follow them on instagram do all the fun things. also message us or comment on something that we post and let us know if you know anyone or you want to hear from someone that you've been following on instagram for a long time or someone that inspires you that's in nashville because we're going to try to get as many people as we can in nashville because i want to go 
to places and interview people. I don't know yeah, if you're down for that. Yeah, that would be, that'd be so that'd fun. Be cool. Yeah. Maybe pull yes. up on them where they work at. And, <laughs> and also, if y'all have any suggestions for topics that you want to hear, that always helps out as well. Yes. Because if you just let us know what y'all want to hear, you know what I'm saying? We'll just talk about that. We'll give you what you want. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Uh, you can follow us at the Mixed Visions Podcast on Instagram. Then you can send us all the messages there. Leave comments, uh, anything uh, like, that you want to Yeah, like, share. Anything that you want to hear on the show, shoot us a message. I'm sorry. We're open to everything. Share episodes with your mom, granny. Yeah, shout uncle, out to granny. Cool. Yeah. Dog. But I think that's it. Have a lovely day.